Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Once again, I hope you can hear the beautiful sounds of the waves in the background. I'm sitting in a place where there's echo, so it should be beautiful uh, coming through the microphone. Um, we're talking today about uh, something that I think is really important to understand, and that is the more intense your business life is or your career becomes, the more important it becomes to manage yourself. And the reason you want to be able to do that is so that you can turn up in a, a good space for your relationship. So I work from home, as you all know, and uh, I have a beautiful office overlooking the ocean. And uh, I sit there in this office. And um, of course, in that office, it's quite a big room and it has a beautiful balcony. Uh, my partner from time to time walks in and walks past. And I have to you know, close the door and say, please, you know, I'm in work zone and uh, and uh, she gets blocked out of the room especially if i'm uh, on the uh, on the zoom with somebody or doing a loom video she gets blocked out of the room in which she stores some of her triathlon gear so we do have to negotiate our house continually um, and be very respectful of each other's zone for example another example is uh, our balcony is where my partner does a lot of her turbo training for uh, her, her powerful bike riding and she's one of the most powerful women in the world on a bike uh, in terms of generating power through her legs and when she's out there on that on that balcony on the turbo uh, uh, driving uh, her legs into two hours of unrelenting um, load uh, with with bursts up to 350 to 400 watts of sustained power, uh, which is big for even a guy, uh, I'm not allowed on the balcony. I walk out going, you know, like I wave to her and I don't get any response at all. And basically she's in the red zone in that space or the white zone, I don't know. And basically she's saying, stay away. And I have to respect that, even though maybe something on the balcony like my swimmers or goggles or something is, is needed. I have to respect her space as well as uh, she respect mine. So this is all very easy because we can do red zone allocation and we can say, you know, this is uh, got, uh, you've got to stay out of my room at this time and you've got to stay off the balcony at that time. These are really easy things to talk about. However, when I'm working and I've just done a coaching session, I, uh, I might get up and go, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to the kitchen and get a cup of tea. And I walk in the kitchen and Lottie's in, or my partner's in the kitchen, mm, preparing her smoothie for her swim that she's about to leave for. And we cross over and uh, politely, of course, we, we love each other and politely we say, uh, how's your day or how's it going or how's the swimming? Now, I'm still tuned in to the coaching session. I haven't switched it completely off. I'm in the process of detuning, of winding back, of slipping out of uh, the intensity of delivering service uh, into, uh, through the gray zone of process uh, of whatever took place and into the white zone of availability for uh, beautiful interaction with my partner. Now, sometimes, and, and it's not uncommon, so it's frequent, I will not have done the, the, spent enough time in a zero zone 
to allow the energy of that coaching session to dissipate and for me to come back to ground zero. And I will walk in and she will say something like, how are you? And I'll go, uh, what do you ask? Or I might say, I'm okay. But it's a throwaway, it's a push off. And, it, and that makes that, uh, her feel really bad because she's in the white zone, I'm in the gray zone, and we just misaligned. So it's really important, A, to learn how to, to recognize this when it happens, because when you recognize it, you can go, sorry, 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 I'm still having detuned from work. It's also important to know that because we work from home more and more, this is gonna be more and more of a problem for people, this crossover time where we don't respect each other. And uh, thirdly, it's really important to know that there is, uh, that there is a, a time and a place for everything. So an example of this is when uh, uh, Lotta comes to me and she goes, the, the Dutch Federation said this and the airline said that and I've got to do this COVID test for this and da, 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 da. Now I can't influence any of that. I have no knowledge about any of that and really therefore it's really not my shit. It's not my stuff. But I really want to let her know that I'm enthusiastic for her and I really want it to go well for her, but I don't want to spend two hours talking about something I can't change, can't influence and can't have any knowledge about at all. So it's really important for me to put my hand up at the start of the conversation and go, sweetie, uh, sorry, I, I just, uh, that's just, um, it's just nothing I can do about. Uh, that saves her feeling pissed off that she spends half an hour trying to get uh, some level of connection with me on a topic that's of no interest to me. Um, it's also uh, saves me feeling um, inauthentic because I'm pretending to listen when I'm not listening. It also saves a massive amount of wasted time for both of us. Now, this is really complicated because what I hear a lot of people saying is you should, you need to, and you, you, you should want to listen to your partner's stuff. But there is an area in life which she's a guru in, which I have no knowledge on. And so there is an area in life that I'm a guru in that she has no knowledge in. And therefore we, we don't align. And it's quite often I hear people talking about what their partner thinks about their career. When their partner is not a career counselor, not in uh, the industry they're in, but has an opinion. And that opinion is valued by obligation because it becomes uh, I should or I need to or I want to listen to my partner's opinion about something they know very little about. So I think it's really important to, that's why I think coaching is a great value in a relationship because I think you can talk to someone who has expertise in the topic you want to talk about but not feel necessarily completely obliged or uh, lonely because you can't share your wisdom and your stuff and your uh, package of baggage and your gray zone material. You can't share it with the person that you love. Therefore, ah, look at I can see out there, I want to share with you all this whale. Oh my God, isn't that beautiful? Therefore, in a relationship, it's really important that you uh, find common ground. Now, you both know nothing about childminding. You're guessing, 
and it's a work in progress. So in that area, you can both admit we know shit. We, we're, we're, we are learning as we go and our kids are unique. Therefore, the learning around how to bring them up is unique and therefore neither of us is a guru. And one can pretend they know a lot about it and unless they're a child psychiatrist, they probably are faking it because it's a work in progress. So you can both admit, shit, we know nothing about this. Neither of us is the boss. Neither of us is the guru. We have to continually negotiate this on another level. That means you both admit that long, deep conversations about bringing up the kids is just completely a waste of time because neither of you know what you're talking about. And it just because you read a book doesn't mean or watch a YouTube video or do something of that sort about child uh, caring or about internets or about uh, behavior for kids doesn't make you a guru. It just makes you a one-sided, lopsided parrot of some bullshit that someone's decided to put on YouTube and claim to be the only truth and the truth and nothing but the truth. However, you can find common ground where you don't feel lonely with each other. For example, I watched recently a TV show, a documentary called uh, Searching for the Superhuman. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great if, if my partner Lot was able to sit with me and watch this TV show? Well, we tried and she got about halfway through and it became for her too, too um, scientific. Uh, and so she switched off and I therefore had to say, well, this is another area where we will not um, be able to arrive at in a, in a white zone with knowledge. So I, I gave it up. There's, we watched uh, the ITU triathlon event in, uh, in, in England uh, together. Uh, we both watched it, we celebrated watching it, but it's her world. And to be honest with you, I was doing it a little bit to try and um, find a common ground, but it really isn't uh, watching a triathlon on TV really isn't my uh, uh, definition of great. I watched the, uh, the Giro d'Italia, the bike racing in, in Italy recently. And again, we tried to watch it together, but it's really about 10 minutes is about Lotte's limit on that. Um, one hour is mine. So we had 10 minutes of common ground. So we quite often go into the gray zone with our partner, which is pretending to be interested, pretending to collaborate, pretending that we know what we're talking about, saying that we we have authority or knowledge in an area that we are completely not knowledgeable in. We listen to each other debunk or defuse. And I think the, the reason for this is because it's really lonely when you've done something that you love, like for me, my coaching, when you've done something that you love and you can't share it with somebody, you feel you feel in a way lonely. And this is where we must learn to have an inner conversation with ourselves. You will never be lonely if you love your spirit, if you'll never be lonely if you know your own heart. And so there is, they say you're going crazy when you talk to yourself and I guess you don't talk to yourself out loud unless you're here with me uh, watching me do a podcast on the beach and people think I'm nuts because I'm talking into the um, uh, the earphones and uh, they th and they see my hand waving around as I do animated podcasting and they think I must be nuts because I'm just looks like I'm talking to myself but 
we need to be able to have an inner dialogue as we debrief our stuff, as we defuse our work, because we're talking about talking to ourselves about doing what we love. And our partner has no bloody interest except to say, what's in it for me? And when we debrief to our partner and use our relationship as a debriefing process or as a diffusing process or as a process of returning to the white zone, we're actually dumping. And that dumping across onto somebody else is so that we don't feel lonely. And I think that that is really uh, corruptive of a healthy uh, and authentic relationship with another human being. What our obligation is in relationship is to turn up, turn up happy, turn up inspired, turn up diffused from the work we've done. And that means every interaction. It doesn't mean walking into the kitchen being half hybridized, halfway between work and not work and going, you know, how are you? How's your work going? Listen, 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 talk, 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 be rude, walk out. It means put the hand up and say, I'm midstream. I haven't diffused. Uh, we now, Lot and I have now a hand signal and we both know that uh, I, I haven't um, come out of the, uh, the gray zone of, of delivering work uh, and therefore um, it's probably not wise for us to get involved in what's for dinner tonight. So, uh, and, and you know, I might grab a cup of tea, go and sit in the balcony for 10 minutes and it's all, it's all cool. And then we can talk about the topic. So, um, look, uh, the laws of nature uh, are really clear. Uh, the third law says nothing's ever missing, just changes in form. Uh, it, it, trying to communicate or de defuse or debunk or de uh, come off the high horse w through your partner's uh, um, interaction is, is a way. But nothing's ever missing, it changes in form. You can do it to yourself. And you can talk to yourself and recognize what you've done and appreciate what you've done and uh, go through the positives and negatives by using the uh, uh, four column form and just bring yourself back into the real world and, and be available to uh, communicate with the person you care about. Uh, this is really important. Otherwise, you're going to build up anger and resentment in each other and be very inauthentic. And then you get confused. As I said earlier, your shoulds and your needs and your wants, it's really hard to distinguish which are yours and which are theirs. And when you start living someone else's shoulds, needs and wants, you start living their values. When you start living another person's values, two people with the same values, one of them isn't necessary. And that causes fights. That causes bitter, bitter fights and relationship breakdowns. So making sure that you uh, stay cool on your got-tos, uh, Make, making sure you stay very clear on when you're in the white zone and available to communicate and making sure you know when you're in the gray zone this uh, or in the shoulds needs and wants uh, is really important knowing your values is important sticking to your got to's is important for a healthy long sustained uh, challenge and support relationship this is Chris I'm watching the whale as I talk it's so beautiful so I'm in the gray zone now I'm going to finish up and spend five minutes before I go home in the white zone. Enjoy your day too. Bye.